Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello Buglers, it's Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman. Congratulations if you guessed that before I actually said it. Today on Top Stories, the show in which the Bugle raids its own archives, we go back to issue 75 of our audio newspaper for a visual world. Guantanamo Bay used to be one of the most famous bays in the world. Now it's slightly dropped down the rankings, but it really used to be right up there. Uh, so let's go back to 2009 and find out what John Oliver and I were saying about it. Top story this week, Guantanamo. All together now, Guantanamo. Just the fellas, Guantanamo. Now the ladies, Guantanamo. Remember Guantanamo Bay? Isn't that how you start your gigs these days? <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm trying to bring a little bit of the stadium spectacular to small comedy clubs. But you remember Guantanamo Bay, Andy? Yeah, little nook. It. Little nook in the corner of Cuba. Beautiful yeah. place, Andy. You really must go if uh, you ever conspire to commit a terrorist act, <laughs> okay. or more importantly, look like you might. Well, Obama pledged to close the not-remotely-exclusive resort as soon as his second day in office, uh, saying unambiguously that he would ensure it was closed within 12 months. Now, the problem with saying things like that is that you then have to do them. I guess that's why politicians don't often say things like that. And in a major bipartisan defeat this week, Senate Democrats, that's right, Democrats, have said that they will block the move until he comes up with a plan for where to send the detainees. Obama lost the vote 90 to 6, as the Senate essentially voted to keep the president at Guantanamo open for the foreseeable future. Whilst Obama didn't say this out loud, you could read across his face that he was thinking, What the f***? Anyway, the point is, no US senators want Guantanamo inmates in their states. And Lamar Smith, uh, the representative from guess where, that's right, Texas, said, no good purpose is served by allowing known terrorists who trained at terrorist training camps to come to the US and live among us. Guantanamo Bay was never meant to be an Ennis Island. Where to begin? <laughs> I mean, there does seem to be some kind of confusion here, and no one is suggesting that the inmates are moved from Guantanamo Bay into the bedrooms of America's children. Perhaps they should have been more specific and made it clear that that had been ruled out as a possibility. The, these people will be going to maximum security prisons from which, to round up, no one has ever escaped. 
No one. One senator even said, you know that they'll be in there trying to tunnel out. Well, good luck to them. <laughs> Have you seen maximum security prisons? There aren't conveniently placed trampolines next to low fences. They're not getting out. You cannot tunnel through a floor with a plastic spoon if it's reinforced with steel. Well, you say that, John, but when Johnny Cash did his uh, San Quentin prison gig... Uh, people actually used him as one of those pommel horses and tunnelled out underneath Johnny Cash. It was a great gig, though. Yeah. Let's, no, let's not let that affect our enjoyment, retrospectively, of what was an incredible gig. Actually, if you it? listen to the recording, you can just hear the sound of prisoners vaulting over him. <laughs> and the terrorists are getting taken straight there. They're not putting them on charter flights with a map and some money and saying, well, look, when you land in America, please report straight to the maximum security prison. Y you really mustn't stop off on the way to do any terrorism, OK? Can't stress that enough. Guantanamo, of course, uh, based on the irregular Latin verb, Guantanamo, Guantanamare, Guantanamaxi, Guantanamactum, which, of course, means to wantonly and deliberately flout international law. Also, the military tribunals, uh, uh, they're back aren't they? And uh, that's yeah. good news for fans of military tribunals, bad news, right. I guess, for fans of taking legal picnics on the moral high ground. Mm. And Obama, of course, hey, has previously described Guantanamo as a sad chapter in American history. Well, I guess I think in any book you want a bit of light and shade, don't that's you? Right. You know, the, the chapters in American history, I mean, there's lots of happy chapters and there's quite a lot of sad chapters. And yeah. I guess it's starting to look like a bit of a mess. Okay? I'm just waiting to see some kind of common thread come through. I'm, maybe I'll just have to wait for the sequel. It's a real emotional roller coaster of a novel. Yeah. Also, with these supermax prisons, Andy, there are already 347 convicted terrorists in these prisons, and they are yet to break out or turn anyone terrorist inside there. And even if they do convert someone, bear in mind those someones are already in a maximum security prison. That is literally the safest place for any new terrorist to be. The court has said that America can hold these detainees indefinitely. And I guess, John, when you think about indefinite detention objectively yeah. you've got to remember that time is really just a concept and we're all just a bunch of molecules randomly thrown together by fate and science so what does it really matter at the end of at the end of the day you would, you would make a terrible human rights defense lawyer <laughs> listen well, dudes i know it's strap not... in because i'm about to blow your mind here man i don't know that's probably not much consolation if you are being held indefinitely but then if you are being held indefinitely then a well, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast for a start. We don't want your sort associating with the bugle. And two, you're not in the best position to comment objectively. So keep out of it. It's not your business. Guantanamo, of oh, course... kick them when they're down, Andy. <laughs> Guantanamo, of course, currently boasts an unimpressive three for 775 conviction rate for his inmates. <laughs> That's not a good batting average. No, in baseball terms, that is batting 3.8, which... <laughs> I guess in legal terms is tantamount to convicting only three out of 775 possible inmates in a prison camp. Either way you look at it, it's got could do better written all over its report. Also, there are 240 residents, or as they were known under the Bush administration, pre-convicts, uh, still lodging at Shea Gitmo, a one-star hotel with inadequate facilities and often rude staff. And it's hard to know what to do with them all, John. I mean, because letting them go is obviously uh, problematic. You could, I guess have a five-a-side football tournament with five eight-team leagues, each team with yeah. a squad of six players and a rotating sub. That's an option. But once that's finished, it hasn't really solved the overall problem. And there's a problem also with offloading detainees who have been cleared for release because a lot of them don't want to go home on the grounds of, that they're scared of being killed. Albania has taken some in as guests, but then I guess Albania doesn't have a lot else to do, <laughs> apart from being a bit mysterious. Uh, so rumour has actually that Obama is set to start auctioning off these inmates... In fact, um, I've got a leaked copy of a US government advert that's uh, oh, yeah. due to come out that goes, um, 
Have your own living piece of US extrajudicial history helping out around the house. Starting at just $299 for a standard inmate caught up unwittingly in a global political power game, up to $899 for a deluxe inmate who is quite probably an active Al-Qaeda member but isn't saying much on the issue. Never has helping the US government move on from an internationally embarrassing issue been so affordable. And the running costs are low. These gentlemen, which come in five different categories of anti-US sentiment, from simmering resentments to thunderingly incandescent fury, have become accustomed to low daily calorie intakes and a limited range of wardrobe choices. Sign up now for your chance to buy your own diplomatic time bomb. Obama and Cheney did back-to-back speeches about national security on Friday. Uh, Cheney insisted that his speech was about not looking backwards, but for a speech that was not about looking backwards, he sure as shit used the past tense a lot. And Obama chose to speak at the National Archive, literally in front of the Constitution. Not the most subtle move he's ever pulled, but, you know, it does seem like we're past subtlety at this point. He said that national security is the first thing he thinks about in the morning and the last thing he thinks about at night. And, you know, that sounds good, and, you know, I'm sure he means well, but there is just no way that's true. I bet that the first thing, the very first thing he thinks when he wake up in the morning is, F*** me, I'm president! I'm president of the United States! I live in the White House. I'm going to take my morning dump in the White House and there's nothing that anyone can do to stop me. Wow! And I would imagine the last thing he thinks at night is probably, is it too late to order down to the kitchen for an ice cream? Because I can have free ice cream whenever I want. Why? Because I'm the president. I'm the president. (laughs) I guess, John, it's got to put some strain on a marriage when the first thing you think of in the morning and the last thing at night is national security. You're right. Rather than the love and light of your life. Yeah, that would, that would be an awful moment. A kind of romantic moment between you know, a couple who have children. Michelle looks at him and says, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about national security. Oh, I thought you were thinking about how much, uh, how much you love me. No, I was thinking about you know, preventing a massive terrorist attack just kill innocent Americans. Just hope he doesn't call it out in a moment of passion. You're thinking of something else, aren't you? Oh, it's the fundamental responsibility of a uh, president to protect Americans. Yeah, I hope he doesn't do that too, Andy. He also went on to say that uh, America will be ill-served by the fear-mongering that emerges whenever we discuss this issue. And he's right. America will be ill-served, and there's nothing that he can stop to do that. <laughs> because America has a surplus of fear-monger waiters, happy to ill-serve the American people if ever their plate of fear starts to look a little empty. He said this week that the, the old system was flawed. That's, um... Yeah. Fairly uncontroversial, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he promised that in future no statements would be allowed that were obtained by the use of cruel or unusual uh, inhuman treatment. That's moving the goalposts midstream, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> also, uh, that he was, he was planning to tighten up the rules on allowing hearsay evidence. Now, I think this is hypocritical, John. This is uh, America, after all. It's a very Christian country, which follows as its holy book a document that is 100% hearsay. And I think that's double standards. <laughs> but I do admit that convicting terrorists on the basic basis of gossip is problematic. Oh, did you hear about Mrs Hopkins by Ahmed? No, what's he been up to? Only plotting the distraction of the West and everything it holds dear. He hasn't been. That's what I heard from Julie. Click, right, I've got that on tape. The bastard's going down. <laughs> he also said that opening and continuing Guantanamo set back the moral authority that is America's strongest currency in the world. Well, it is certainly stronger than the dollar now, <laughs> but that's more to do with the dollar than it is to do with America's moral authority. I think Robert Mugabe's moral authority is stronger than his currency as well. There's nothing to boast about. <laughs> he also, uh, uh, John, said that defendants will be allowed to choose their own lawyers. 
Now, what next, John? Are they going to be allowed to choose their own verdicts as well? If these people are so worried about justice, John, what were they doing when they were doing whatever it was they were allegedly doing in the first place? Yeah. That's my question to you. Thank you for listening, Buglers. I'm off for dinner at Scooton Malvane's new joint. See you there, or see you next week. Goodbye. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.